0: Hi everybody, we are back with week two of Talk of the Morning Recaps, and today I'm going to be talking about last night's episode of the challenge called Crash Into Me, and it's named that, I think, based on the daily challenge where they had to drive the car and knock over barrels and then haul brawl, which was the elimination, but I'll get into that a little bit later. So I'm not going to do a recap of last week because I already did that, but it's interesting now that everybody has a red skull and everybody's eligible to run the final, but obviously not everybody's going to be in the final. And a lot of people said it best, nobody's going to want to go in because they're not really sure what's going to happen and nobody wants to go home at this point and I don't blame people for not wanting to step up. It's kind of the only time where you feel like you don't want to go in. Because it would suck to go home right before the final. So, the first part of the episode sees Bananas and Kyle talking. Which was kind of confusing to me. They're talking about their, their number ones or whatever. And... I I must have missed something because I don't remember them being fast friends like they acted to be. So, um, it's kind of interesting to see them join up because Bananas is definitely a strong player and Kyle really hasn't done much to, I guess, give his game credit besides getting Red Skull that he was ultimately required to get. Um... And Kyle's definitely the basis of a lot of my opinions today. But we'll get more into that later. Um, and then with Corey and Nelson, when they're talking about winning and Corey's talking about how much the win and the money would mean for his family. I, I obviously understand, but I kind of feel like the same story always happens. Neither of them have won a challenge before, and I think that they're both capable, but they seem to kind of choke when it matters the most. Like, in Battle of the Bloodlines, for example, I really thought that Corey and his cousin? Mitch, I think? Yeah, I think that's his name. I was surprised when they didn't win, because they they were really fighting hard, and I'll give them credit, but... Ultimately, it doesn't really matter how well you do on the first day. They didn't really do that well on the first day. They came in third. But I thought that they might be able to pull it out. And that's kind of just something I've noticed about Corey and Nelson. I feel like they can win if they just try a little bit harder. Um, But they're really good friends. And I think they can tell how much this would mean for either of them. And it would be cool to... See one of them one finally, so let's hope the final all works out for both of them. On to the challenge, because nothing really interesting happens between that. I liked the challenge. I thought it was cool. I thought it was interesting. I personally would not want to be suspended on top of a barrel. It seems like kind of a weird twist to the challenge. Because I feel like it didn't really do anything, it would have been one thing if they were to just like totally fall into i I don't know, but I think that the twist of taking down your enemies was interesting, but also kind of just weird, unnecessary, it kind of just felt like it stuck out like a sore thumb to me um one thing that kind of bugged me was people fouling out, people trying to make big moves, and then it costing them. And obviously, TJ called out Kyle and Nelson, the only people who didn't hit any barrels because they cut their wheel a little bit too hard, and they didn't end up hitting anything. And the point was to get as many barrels as possible. And Kyle's dad is a stunt driver. So I'm like, bro, do you really still drive like that? Um, obviously, we know that they can both drive, and I would worry if somebody was in this game and didn't know how to drive, because then, obviously, that's probably going to happen, but I think they both know better, and I feel like they might have just made an honest mistake, but it also could be like they were just trying to have a show, you know, trying to be funny, and Kyle essentially gets rewarded for that horrible challenge performance by being pulled into the tribunal by Bananas and I don't I don't like the fact that he was able to be safe even though he did the worst and it kind of makes me wish that they had kind of a scenario like they've had in former seasons where the worst performing person worst performing male or the female is automatically put into the elimination and they can't be saved like he didn't really earned that. I think he just got lucky by his um, I guess partnership in the game so I, you know I don't know if he would have gone in anyway, but I kind of wish it was automatic and I also wish that they didn't tell tell the people watching how many barrels each person got because I like to be able to guess who who wins because most of the time they don't say how many barrels or what time each team got because you should be able to guess. Like I knew that Bananas had won and I had a feeling that Casey was going to win. So they kind of made it obvious which was irritating because it doesn't really let you pick who you want to win. It kind of picks for you. And they won but it's nice to be like oh I didn't want this person to win. It's nice to be upset or it's nice to be happy. When you don't really know what's going to happen. Um, as far as the Casey and Fessy storyline. I kind of wish that she hadn't just given in to Johnny's demands. Because he was all, oh well, Fessy's not going to go in. And he basically made the decision for them. And I wish that she had been able to speak up a little bit. Because a couple seconds later, Bananas was like, oh, she brought you in too, which could look good in terms of working with Kyle and Bananas, but it could look bad if Fessy would have called her out. So I was kind of surprised that he didn't really talk to um, her about it, but I feel like it was fine because he was safe anyway. But I would have been interested to see had he gotten voted in how he would have reacted towards her. Like, would he have been upset with her? Or would he have just said, whatever, you tried your hardest, even though she really didn't. But you never know. They don't hear what the tribunal is talking about. So she could have politicked for him and then Bananas could have just said no. But that's not what happened. So, Miss Jenny, definitely not the politicking type, but... It was kind of interesting to see her and Melissa go to Cory Nelson and say hey we're not gonna vote for you underlying messages we're not gonna vote for you so don't vote for us but we're gonna vote for Rogan because he briefly talked about this in the challenge that he felt like kind of a lone wolf obviously he was probably connected with Dee but she has been basically blacklisted out of the season So, he can't really say, like, I'm connected with her. But then Melissa said that they were connected. And Melissa kind of went out for a way to save her. Well, indirectly, she picked a side. So, I was kind of interested to see that Rogan didn't feel like he had a good ally in D. When they've kind of had an up-and-down relationship. But they've always been, like, connected in some way, shape, or form. So, Jenny, politicking, I feel like I don't really know why she politicked against Rogan. Because Rogan was the one who told Jenny that Dee was coming after her. And he basically went out of his way to, well, he had told Dee, I'm not going to politic against Jenny. Like, I'm not going to try to get her out because I'm aligned with her too. And he was nervous for his game, so he went and told Jenny is why you don't tell Rogan things basically you don't tell him something like that because he's kind of loyal to a fault and he'll he'll tell you what the deal is you know and I don't know why he expected that it wouldn't come back to her but you could say the same thing about Jenny politicking I don't know why she expected that her behavior wouldn't come back to hurt her at the House vote, where she ends up getting voted in 4 two, one, one after some split voting, because Jenny votes for D, D votes for Jenny, Bailey votes for Melissa, and then Melissa votes for Bailey. So they split the vote four ways, and then the guys, um, I think Fessy votes for... Who does he vote for? I think he does D... And then, um, Corey, well, Corey does Jenny because he doesn't even really let her get a word nudge-wise. He's just like, my vote's for Jenny. I don't actually remember if Nelson voted, but I think it was for D. And then Rogan also votes for Jenny after a little bit of an argument that they have about, oh, I heard that you were throwing my name around. And it's kind of interesting to see them fight about it. Because, obviously, Rogan's the type that's going to get mad. But, like, he was... Like, I I guess I understand why he would want to fight against her. And why he would want to get this storyline out. That she's a snake, she's a dangerous player, she's a threat, whatever. But that was kind of funny. I should add <laughs> that... My mom came into the room during that little argument, and she saw Jenny's lips, and she was all, Jenny, stop getting fillers. (laughs) She told me to include that she said that in there, but I thought that was kind of funny. Because it it kind of makes her a little bit hard to understand. Like, her accent's very heavy. Like, she's got a very heavy British accent or whatever. And she's got some big lips. You know, and I'm not trying to make fun of her or anything, but... It's very obvious that she's probably had some work done, which, good for her, all power to her, you know, but it's just something that people notice. Anyways, okay, I'm done talking about my mom now. Um, So, Jenny goes back and tells her alliance, which is Bananas, Kyle and Melissa, that she gets voted in, and Rogan is still trying to fight with her, but then he goes off and does his own thing. She goes off and does her own thing. And then Bananas and Kyle start yelling at Melissa for some reason, saying, oh, like, you knew what you were doing. It's your fault. And Kyle really kind of bothered me at, <laughs> at that point. I really think he had no room to be mad at Melissa. Because, like I've mentioned, plenty of times you should have assumed... That you guys were going to get caught. Because there's literally nowhere to hide. And people are going to be upset. If they get voted in at some point. So they kind of argue. Kyle just does his own stupid stuff. And it kind of just made me dislike him a lot more. Because he got a free ride. And then he's mad at somebody else for not doing what they were supposed to do. When he messes up the challenge... He gets a free ride to the final. And Kyle is known for not doing what he's supposed to do. Unless he absolutely has to. Um, So he, he leaves. He's like, oh, I want to vote Melissa in. Which we all know he's not going to. We all know he's just saying that. Because there's definitely been rumors of them hooking up in the house. And I honestly believe it. They've hugged. I'm pretty sure they've kissed. I think they kissed last episode and then the camera just turned away super quickly to not show it like I didn't really see it but I've heard about it and you can probably just tell you have some sort of idea so it just kind of proves that he would flip on I don't know the top of a hat I guess I don't know what the saying is um so Melissa ends up getting talked to by Johnny bananas and I'm kind of surprised that he's pretty calm about it he's like whether or not you meant it you you kind of did it you know nothing we can do about it now and I I just feel like he's definitely not the most level headed person I was kind of surprised that he didn't get mad but you know ultimately she made a mistake and it might have cost her and she was worried that it was going to cost her But then she was talking to Jenny and they were both, both very nervous that they could have to compete against each other because Jenny's already in and then she starts crying and is like, oh, the prize money's slipping away from me. I I don't want to go home. And I, I get it, you know, but at the same time, it's kind of the price you have to pay for politicking. to the tribunal with Bananas, Kyle Casey Um, I kind of wasn't I can't say I wasn't surprised at their choices because I was a little I was expecting the female vote to go that way but I wasn't expecting Fessy to be safe and he said that if Johnny was smart he would not give Fessy a free ride to the final. So, I was kind of expecting him to go in. When Corey Nelson went in, I was like, uh, you know. But, I kind of get it because, ultimately, they were responsible for Jenny going in. Because Fessy voted for D, which was a game-based thing, not a personal thing. And, Corey and Nelson kind of made it personal. So, they end up getting talked to and you never... Like you never really know how it's gonna go. And that was the same with the females too. I was surprised that Dee actually got some screen time and she was able to kind of talk about it and plead her case a little bit. Not as much as Bailey, but more than she's got in the past couple episodes. So I mean, I I think at this point in the game they're starting to realize that Dee is definitely a threat. And Casey was really the only one who wanted Bailey in because she's starting with this one-sided rivalry, kind of like Josh Josh and Wes, where Josh is like, oh, he's after me. He wants me out. He thinks I'm a threat. And Wes is just like, dude, I don't care about you. Just let me play my own game. And Casey kind of is the same. And I think she just kind of needs to chill with that because Bailey hasn't really done anything to her since their big argument a couple episodes ago. And I feel like I can understand why Casey's a little bit nervous, but she thinks that Bailey is after her and Bailey's a threat or whatever. When Bailey's really done nothing to prove that she's against Casey besides what, like I said, what happened in the last couple episodes. So... That's even more surprising when you get to the elimination and Casey does not vote for Bailey to go in. She's like, I know we've had our differences, but I'm going to vote for D. It's just like, what's the point? It would be like Josh having the decision whether or not to put Wes in and then he puts CT in or something. I don't know. That was just the first name that came to mind. And so I'm kind of getting tired of these one-sided rivalries. But it's kind of funny at the same time. So, on to Nelson. Um, Nelson makes a pretty interesting yet super noble move. Kyle and Bananas are talking in the living room. And Nelson comes in and basically tells them, Look, like, obviously one of us is going to go in, so just put me in. Because I know how much this would mean to Corey to be able to be here and win. And he basically puts Corey above him. Which really... I don't know. It definitely surprised me a lot. Because it's super close to the final. It's the last elimination. And they don't really know that. But I'm sure most of them are expecting it. And so for Nelson to say, hey... Like, I'm going to take a shot in the eliminations, but just don't put Cory in. I think it was a pretty cool thing to do, and I definitely gained a lot of respect for him in that point. Because he says, before, or after, like, I know how important this is to him. Obviously, he still wants to win, as referenced by one of his confessionals. Like, oh, I want to be the challenge champ, money's cool, but... How cool would be to be the champ of the challenge? Because he and Corey have both, I think, got in second place. I know that, well, I know that Corey and his cousin got second place in bloodlines. And I think in Invasion of the Champions, Nelson was second. I think he should have won. I honestly still don't believe that he lost. Like, he was so close the entire time. I would have thought that he would have just, like, taken over CT. But he didn't, and, you know, what can I do? We can say that there's conspiracy theories that certain people were meant to win. There's conspiracy theories for everybody, every single season. I feel like, especially Invasion, Final Reckoning. I think there's even one for Vendettas, but I don't know. Production can mess with whatever they want to. But the person that wins. Still wins. Whether it's. Through interference or not. So. It definitely really makes you. Want to see Nelson be successful. Because I don't. I'm kind of on the fence about Rogan. I don't dislike Rogan. But. I know that he wouldn't do something like that. And that's his decision, too. Like, he's not obligated to give up his spot. Because I don't know the last time somebody ever did that for their friend or fellow competitor. But Nelson and Corey are obviously really good friends. And Nelson's the kid's uncle. So he's going to try to help help Corey as much as possible. But hopefully they can both be in the final. Um, So, Nelson and Rogan compete in Hall Brawl second. Jenny and Dee go first. And Jenny actually competed in this same elimination last season. She lost to Tori. And after watching her compete against Dee, I really don't know how she lost. I think maybe she just didn't understand it because it was her first time. But I'm pretty sure this is Dee's first time as well. I think so. So, kind of... You know, I feel like experience doesn't really matter in that sense. It was Jenny's first season playing, but it was Dee's second... Or... No. Total Madness is Jenny's second time and Dee's third time. So, anyway, forget about the experience. Jenny messes D up so bad it's like not even a competition it's kind of like tea and bananas when CT has bananas on his back like a backpack and cutthroat keep in mind CT is not even on that season he just comes to compete because it's part of this mercenaries twist where if you beat the guest star whatever then you get to come back to the game but if you lose then you go home um, it's usually pretty interesting to watch, but I think that that was probably the most iconic elimination in challenge history, just because everybody talks about it and Johnny didn't really stand a chance. But then you look at Tyler Duckworth and Tyler Duckworth actually ends up winning. Well, cause he didn't get dragged. He just kind of made sure that TT didn't move for 20 seconds. So it's kind of, I feel like, similar with Jenny and D, Like, it's not as sudden, the win, because there's two rounds, you have to hit a bell, and then if you hit the bell first, you win the round. But D really didn't stand a chance, in my opinion. So it was kind of refreshing to watch her, I don't want to say suffer, but sort of. Um, Just because she's kind of had a bad past and obviously like the storyline definitely got cut out a lot but jenny and d have kind of become adversaries in the game because Dee wanted to get jenny out that was seen before d started getting edited out of the episodes and jenny doesn't really see her as a friend she just sees her as a competitor and they're both there to win so jenny definitely earns that win and I'm still surprised that she lost in season 34 so Nelson Rogan is a little bit more balanced which was definitely surprising to me because I kind of I'll be honest I kind of underestimated Nelson I didn't think that he would be able to put up as good of a fight and he puts up a really good fight he's really just going at it as if well obviously his game is on the line but it's almost like he's going at it for cory too like he's going twice as hard but he makes a really bad mistake that costs him the first round he's very close to his bell he's rogan is super far and he just keeps holding on to Rogan. He doesn't let go and try to go get his bell. Because he doesn't realize how close he is. So he spends his time exerting his energy. in trying to still keep Rogan on the floor. And keep Rogan from getting to his bell. And really Nelson you could have got to your bell first. And everyone's yelling at him. Like go to your bell. Go to your bell. Let go. And he just doesn't listen. So maybe he couldn't hear because if I had heard that, I would have been like, nope, I'm, I'm done. But he kind of recognizes that he made a silly mistake. So Rogan gets that round. And then the second round is definitely a lot more balanced. It comes down to they both end up letting go of each other at some point, And they just run to their bells so fast. And Rogan, I think, gets there in a matter of maybe a couple seconds. So it sucks because Nelson, I definitely thought that Nelson could have had it if he had just kind of worked smarter, not harder. He definitely worked harder, not smarter. Working smarter would have been to just let go, leave Rogan there, and then run to your bell and get the first round. At least tie it up. And then Corey kind of puts salt in the wound a little bit. He runs down to the arena and he... Gives Nelson a hug. Thank you. I appreciate what you did for me. And then he says, oh, well, you almost had it. And if somebody had told me that, I would have been... I would have been mad. Because it sucks to get so close and then to lose. But it's kind of like Dee and Nelson's story. They were right there. They were right before the final. And then they end up losing. So, yeah, it's rough. Definitely. Um... But I was really happy and proud, I feel like, of Nelson and Corey's friendship at the moment. And hopefully if Corey wins, he can kick Nelson down some money. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) I mean, you don't end up getting a lot of it because of taxes and stuff. I don't know how much you would end up with out of a million dollars just with inflation. But it would be cool to give Nelson something. Because he kind of gave up his game for you. He sacrificed himself. And obviously he was hoping that both of them could be in the final. But that didn't happen. And it kind of worked out the way that it had to. And then... So TJ sends Dean Nelson off. Just with... Take care of yourselves. And... He probably had told them both... I'm thinking that he probably told them both like... We hope to see you again soon, but obviously he's not gonna see D again because she's been banned, so they probably edited that part out. Which I guess fair enough. You know. But you can kind of just have a feeling that he wouldn't just tell somebody like Nelson, take care of yourself. He would say, Oh we hope to see you back here again. You know, because Nelson's definitely a good competitor. And TJ congratulates the winners rogan and jenny our lovely uk friends and tells everybody to start packing because it's final time and everybody's making the final there's nine people there's five guys four girls which obviously isn't even so i have a feeling that one of the guys is probably gonna go home or maybe get medevaced or something because cj just mentioned two people are gonna go home he doesn't say if it's going to be a guy or a girl because either way, it's not going to be balanced. So it makes me think that there's something else that he didn't mention. Maybe like another elimination or someone quits because people quit during the final people DQ. People don't feel well, they break ankles, they hurt legs, and a lot of the people who do that don't finish. Um, I mean,. In final reckoning, I'm pretty sure Marie broke her leg or not her leg or she either broke her ankle or she sprained it and she kept going. And then Jordan in Dirty Thirty, he he was um skydiving, I forgot the word for it for a sec, and he plummets on the ground and like breaks his leg and then he keeps on going. He tells him I don't want medical help. And he ends up winning the season. So I feel like if you really think that you can handle it, then keep going. But I can't imagine that that would be fun to have a broken bone and having to do a brutal final. Because TJ says how brutal this final is. And Bailey mentioned that she feels like she toured something on her ski. Maybe she broke the ski and then fell or something or maybe she just tore her ACL or something but I don't really know so I have a feeling that she's probably going to get disqualified which is a bummer but I remember a couple episodes ago they had a promo for the last third of the season and Bailey was sitting in a car crying so I have a feeling that's probably going to happen and I'm kind of mad that they showed us that because obviously you can tell that she's probably going to make the final. And then she's going to get kicked off because she heard something. So it's going to be interesting to watch. And I'm very excited for the final. Um, And I'm excited to have a really good recap about that next time. Hopefully there's going to be a lot to say. I feel like these last couple episodes haven't really given me a lot to work with. Because a lot of it has been my opinions. Which is kind of the point of the podcast. But hopefully next episode is going to be a good one. And I'm interested to see who wins the million dollars. Because it really could be anybody. You know, but I'm kind of hoping that... Okay. I'm definitely rooting for... I'm rooting for Fessy. I'm rooting for Bailey. I wouldn't mind if any of the big... I basically... Okay. It might be easier to say who I don't want to win. I don't want Bananas to win and I don't want Kyle to win. I think that they don't really deserve it. Kyle has really not done a lot, in my opinion. And obviously, I may not see everything, but I don't know. If he wins, it might be a miracle. All the power to him and everybody has said that Johnny has been cursed because he hasn't made finals since Rivals 3 when he stole the money from Sarah. So, if he wins, it'll be pretty surprising. And, it would be surprising too if it ended up being two winners after all because I've definitely heard that come kind of through the grapevine, but I don't know if that's going to happen. And if it does, don't let the winner take the money just don't because nobody i feel like no winner or nobody who they actually let win is going to share the money like in final reckoning everybody was like oh joss and sylvia were supposed to win because they made it very clear that they were going to split the money but that's not good tv that's boring like obviously people wouldn't feel comfortable like, stealing the money, but some people do if you've, if you have good justification for it. So, I'll catch you guys next week for the last recap of the challenge for a while, but there will be other fun stuff too, and hopefully this will be a good one. So, I hope you enjoy my podcast. As always, you know where to find it, and if you're down to sign up for a podcast, you should really try Anchor. It's awesome. I'm using it right now and I highly recommend and I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening.